Hello, everybody. We are those guys you hate. Welcome to the show that encourages you to be your best self by not being like us. My brother and I hopelessly search for nuance as we wade through wacky segments and crazy conversations. If you can withstand the insanity, you might actually learn something. Tyler, what do you have on the docket for this week's show? Ryan, later on today's show, we come to our listeners' aid as we answer more of their questions on another round of Solving Problems. What are you going to be talking about? This week, I crack open an old favorite with old, timey headlines and did J-Lo invent butts? Find out later on the show. But as always, we don't pussyfoot around. I think I want to be more manly, Tyler. I think that I've decided that that moving forward, I want to be more manly. Well, you got the muscles. Okay, thank you. You've got the beard. Thank you. You've got the rugged, leather-like skin. So, wait, what? <laughs> <laughs> but the muscles and the beard don't make me look too much like a twink, do it? Um, you are compact size, but 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 you're over muscular. So you'd be more okay. like you'd be an otter. So I'm not a spinner at this point. No, no. Because I my ego just can't take or no. or my butthole just yeah. can't take that, yeah. Tyler. Yeah. But I think that I want to be more manly, and here's why. I had to go get a present with somebody. We were shopping together, which is a son of a bitch. And they needed to get something from Bass Pro Shops. Are you familiar with Bass Pro Shops? For sure. Yeah. I'm, sh- I'm sure Lenny is more than I. I I know it's hard to tell with my rugged exterior, but I myself, not an outdoors man. What? Yeah, I know. Have you ever changed a flat tire? I have. Multiple, oh, okay. multiple times. Uh, you're, you're, yes. you're well but, on your uh, way. But, but what does that have to do with outdoorsmen? Why did you say, have you ever started a fire by yourself? Wait or- have you ever changed a flat tire indoors, Tyler? That's a good question. So I went to Bass Pro Shops, and I'm going to be honest. That shit looks awesome. It is so friggin' cool in there. You mean the store itself? The store? Yeah, yeah. The, the accoutrement it makes inside you, the store? The way that you feel like you can do karate leaving a martial arts movie, you leave that store thinking, I'm an outdoorsman now. I, need, I know exactly what to do. I need a spear gun. Like, how have I lived my life this long? <laughs> what are you, Jacques Cousteau? Without, no, Britney Spears. <laughs> So I just realized that I can do anything that I want. I could be anything that I put my my mind to. Yes, you can. I think I'm deciding right now. I'm going to be a man, <laughs> Tyler. Okay. I well, want to be a man. Obviously, you have a specific idea in mind because you brought up Bass Pro Shops. Was there something there, like maybe the guns or the fishing reels? What was it that made you feel like you wanted to be a man? Well, I went to the one down here at the Dolphin Mall in in Miami. Mm. And when you walk in, it is painted and done up in such an incredible way. A lot of accessories when you're being a man. Have you noticed that? Absolutely. Being a man is not much different than being a woman. There's a lot of things you got to <laughs> buy. It's a different kind of accessorized. That's exactly right. Mm. But I mean, like I said, there were spear guns there. There were rifles. There was camouflage. And I'm like, I'm going to sleep outside tonight, <laughs> baby. I want to milk a cow. You know what I mean? Of course you go. I want my blood to smell like cologne, Tyler. What? I, I, I don't know what men do. Yeah. But it, that hurts my throat. Yeah, I don't think that you would last very long as 
quintessential male. What do you think is going to slow me down? Uh, sleeping outside. Definitely. Definitely. You're not great around guns. You, you have a bit of an aversion to weapons. That is very true. (laughs) It's too much responsibility. It is a lot of responsibility. I I went shooting one time in my, in my button up shirt and my dress shoes. And I'm like, I don't think that I should be doing this right now. And I wanted somebody to take the gun out of my hands, but I was too afraid to ask for help. Uh, street producer Lenny, you're, you're a man. You're one of the manliest men. I know when, when something breaks, you're my go-to. I'd like to think so, yeah. Is, is it as fun as it looks? Uh, definitely. Because here's the problem. Much like owning a truck, whenever somebody needs to move, they call you. That is true. I don't know that I want people bothering me all the time. You know yeah. what I mean? But I'd rather be me than you. I would rather be you <laughs> than me, too, even though my clothes probably wouldn't fit at that point. <laughs> sure. But uh, <laughs> but it's like my ability to draw. Whenever somebody wants to put a, you know, a giant... Uh, anything a, a giant mural on the wall they're like hey could you spend three months of your life over here at my house i'm like i'll chop my hand i'll off. buy you lunch that's exactly right that's why men don't draw tyler yeah. because they want to watch football and drink beer oh and because it's for the gays when it comes to being for the gays my name is ryan and my name is tyler and we are those guys you hate my Haitians, and welcome to the show that thinks that perfect people aren't interesting. To my left, my brother that I love so much, Mr. Tyler Menendez. Tyler, how you doing? Oh, I was just waiting for the No, joke. no, no, no. There's no other shoe to fall. I just, you know, every now and then I got to be nice. He's setting me up for a joke. I think so. And also, Street Producer Lenny is meandering around in the back. Street Producer Lenny, how you doing? Not too bad. What's up, guys? Uh, let's bring that energy up a little bit, Street Producer Lenny. Don't tell him how to Street Produce the Lenny. I, he will be who he is. I understand, but I need for him to get excited because, you know, we've been doing a raffle recently trying to help out a child crisis center being built down here in Miami, Mm -hmm. which street producer Lenny is against, by the way, we'll get into that. But also I want to use this platform to speak out on something that I also am very, um, I'm passionate about. Do you guys know that this month is breast awareness month? Are you guys familiar with this fact? No, I am. I was not. Well, I'm just letting the Haitian army know breast awareness is a, a real thing. They're out there. Your mo- if you got mothers, if you got sisters, if you got an uh, an overweight uncle, breast awareness month. Wow. So not breast cancer, breast awareness month. Breast breast what were? Breast cancer. Yeah, breast. They're real. They're real, Lenny. Okay, I almost called you Tyler. I'm gonna call you Tyler a lot. I'm used to just using Tyler's name as an escape hatch. I don't like the direction that this is going. <laughs> so Tyler, it's been a while mm-hmm. since I did one of these segments on the show that ties things together. Recently, it's just been more free-flowing, and I wanted to go back and try something that I've done before. Do you recall the segment, Old Timey Headlines? Absolutely. And can you describe what you remember about it so I'm not just speaking for three minutes at a time? Well, you have you have multiple headlines that come through in an old-timey way. You've even, sure. I will even say this, he has perfected for sure. the 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 uh, voice. Well, thank you, pal. There it is. There it is. <laughs> it's good. Uh, yes. One of your best. Ah, hats off to you, motherfucker. You, <laughs> you sound like you're coming in through a loudspeaker on an old black and white cartoon. Real tinny. Yes. Real tinny. Mm-hmm. And Steamboat Willie is just doing that thing with his knees. Chugging along. Rhythmatically bounces up and down. But here's the thing that you're leaving out. My life, which this show is based on, <laughs> is very boring. 
it, there's not a lot that happens to me. Nobody, I, nobody really would care about what's happening in mild mannered Menendez life. Well, I don't know about that mild mannered part, but even the food you eat is boring. So I will agree with you. Quite true. Yes. I've only had the missionary position and of my, food. My favorite spice is flour. Um, so my favorite color is clear. Of course. <laughs> Electric clear. Thank you. So what I do is I go for the old bait and switch. I give you the headline of what I want to talk about. See if I could pique your interest. But then I tell you some real mundane shit. So for sure. Are you ready? Are you ready to get like, uh, you know, balls deep into this? I am always ready to get balls deep into anything. And I will just say before we go into this that you say that you say the headline and then you try to get our attention. And then you follow up with the story. I pretend like I care if you say yes or no. You are going to tell the story. No Absolutely. Otherwise, the show's going to be 14 minutes, Tyler. That's very have, true. We're going to have a real problem. All, and, of, all of our advertisers are going to be calling us up saying, what's going on over there? And, yeah, you don't have enough show <laughs> to fit us all in. Also, we don't exist. <laughs> so let's go ahead and stop telling everyone how sad we are. Yeah. And let's yep. get into old timey headlines. <laughs> Local man Ryan Menendez in hot water over multiple stockings. What do you think about that, Tyler? Local man, myself, in hot water over multiple stockings. What do you think about that? Well, I see a conflict of interest of you, um, of you reporting on yourself. I'm a journalist first, Tyler. So I could, no, you can't use that word. I'm a journalist. I'll snitch on myself if necessary. I actually am interested simply because this sounds like this is going to reflect poorly on you. So please, Lenny, what do you think? Leonardo? It's something to do with actual lady stockings. Oh boy, I didn't even consider that. (laughs) Shut the fuck up. Okay. You know, this idea of having other people in here, just, I just don't feel like it's working. In the moment, I think I this isn't working out. I can trick Tyler like a puppy with a, with a tennis ball, and this guy's over here thinking. Well, because he's new. I don't he like the direction. Been, he hasn't been battered down it's by true. your weekly, just non-caring of what I, how I respond to you. Wait a minute. The PTSD doesn't come pre-installed? <laughs> this is ridiculous. Well, not like with a man like Lenny. Here's my problem with the multiple stockings. Christmas is coming up, guys. I'm having a lot of anxiety over Christmas or Hanukkah or Kwanzaa, <laughs> the Festival of Lights. You're not Jewish. <laughs> I could be. Sell, you don't say, well, anybody I could, be. could be. You know you have to go to school to become Jewish. You can't just decide to be Jewish. No, what are they going to do? Stop me? If I just say, hey, I'm Jewish now, what are they going to do? <laughs> I haven't really. <laughs> Send the Jewish police? I haven't really considered that, Tyler. Not only that, but it's not like they check your ID when you walk in. That's right. Like, Turn around. Let me see that Yamulka. <laughs> Now, here's the deal. If we could all stop making fun of Hanukkah just for a second. Okay? We're making fun of you. Oh, okay. Good. Just making sure we're all on the right side of history. Um, I will tell you, a lot of this show is the chronicling of us trying to be less selfish because it's something that we run into so much in our lives. I think a real place where I can still feel the resounding nature of my selfishness is in my ability to think about somebody else and give a thoughtful present. I find it to be very tough. What is your take on that, Tyler? Uh, I would just say that there's a lot of pressure that goes into gift giving. There really is. You really want to, There's especially with our perfectionism, you want to get it just right. Even though the act of giving the gift is really what matters, not the gift itself. What about you, Leonardo? Do you have trouble with the gifts? How do you go about navigating Christmas? Just give gift cards, man. But that is what I go to. 
And also the most impersonal. I know it is. It's like, hey, here's Amazon. The world is at your disposal. I don't know you at all. I am having a horrible time right now trying to find a present for Sean. Okay. It's, it's killing me. Well, you just bought him, and, and I don't think this is interesting to anyone, but you just bought him some T-shirts that were designed for a yeah. inside joke that you guys have had for years. Mm -hmm. That's super thoughtful. I blew my load on that, though. Uh, I, I can't come up with anything else. What good oh. is an old T-shirt other oh. than cleaning up your blown load? <laughs> I didn't know if you meant money-wise or if you meant ideal-wise. I, ideas, ideas. Oh, okay, got you. So so basically, everybody else in your life got the short end of the stick. That's exactly. <laughs> got you, got you. You had just so much energy to put into this one thing, and you spent it all. You went, you went for broke. That's exactly right. On one person. <laughs> hey, Merry Christmas, Mom. Mom, Sean says you can stop by and see the shirt. So enjoy that. By the way, I blew my load on it. You should really think, see all the thought process and energy I went into buying Sean's yeah. gift, Mom. Mom, you're going to be so excited when I tell you this. Now, Tyler is a great gift giver. Yeah. Tyler, generally speaking, when he feels like putting in the effort, is a very good gift giver. You know what? And it's so interesting that you just said what you said, uh, Lenny, because I think I have done the exact same thing this year. I have claimed on this show already that between Ryan, Mikey Menendez, and myself, I have won Christmas this year. I'm going to give them a gift that is so good, they have no chance of coming back from it. Wow, that's a bold statement. It, it is, it is. But I am so confident in the gift that I have given them. And what is Christmas about if it isn't just winning Christmas, exactly. as he said? Well, let's, I would be saying start... what you're saying if you were winning, and I'd be, and you'd be saying what I'm saying if you were winning. You've made me just want to not buy presents <laughs> for fucking anybody, so I hope you're happy. And one last insight on Christmas. I feel like, and you guys tell me if I'm wrong here, when somebody is hyper-patriotic, now it's shifted over time to, I feel like in some sort of way, you're telling on yourself. Does that make any sort of sense where you can be so patriotic that you're just kind of masking your hatred for other people and your patriotism? Oh, absolutely. It's much like religion where you find these people who claim to be so religious, but they're the most hateful people in the world. They it's, only love people who are just like that. Yeah. Yeah. So absolutely. I think that, uh, that it's, it's patriotism is only patriotism up to the point where it starts becoming aggressive. Then it's like, all right, dude, like, all right. You're using this as a trap door <laughs> yeah. to get your hatred out into the world. Mm -hmm. And here's why I bring it up. I feel like you're starting to see the same thing with Merry Christmas. I work at a bar. When people come in, I always just say, happy holidays, guys. I want to be inclusive. I celebrate Christmas. Jesus is my homeboy, but I'm happy for you to enjoy whatever it is that you're enjoying, and mm -hmm. it doesn't hurt me at all. The people who need to hear you say Merry Christmas, you're snitching on yourself, bro. That's just fake hatred. Like. Yep. How did all these Muslims weasel their way into my holiday? And it's just like, dude, you're 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 using something beautiful as a way to tell on yourself for being angry and, and in some cases hateful, I think. Well, that's what it is. It's it's somebody is going out of their way to say something nice to you, and your immediate response is to be negative. You're not doing it the way that I want you to do yeah, it. Yeah. And that's I had a, a a pretty drunk guy at the end. He he needed to hear the woman I was working with <laughs> say Merry Christmas. And she just wouldn't do it. Oh, yes! She, because she, yes! she just wouldn't do it. Yes! And he's like, well, we got to put the trash back in Christmas. And I'm like, brother, brother, I need you to shoot. I need you to beat it, man. Were you telling her, like, come on, just say it really quick. Just say it to him. I actually, I immediately went to my phone and started writing in the notes. I'm like, this is going on the show. It made me happy when I get some content for the show. Let's talk about it on Depression Index. Mm -hmm.
No one cares. What you don't the depression know what to do. index no, is? Is a machine that I built with one nation under God, invisible through all. I don't remember how that goes. And we crank it up to let you know how down we are. Ryan just ratted on himself as a bad American. I'm a communist. <laughs> I don't. You know what? I'm just gonna say it. I, I, I've been hiding in this hole too long. Tyler. Yeah. yeah. How are you feeling this week? And or did you take your pills, brother? I think communism is coming back. We're making it cool again. Dude, sickles uh, are badass. Can we all agree that sickles are badass? Uh, Ryan, this week I took my my pills five out of the seven days. Okay, five. You get two. And, and the reason that we Thank do you. that is if you're taking antidepressants, make sure that you follow up on them. Help society by helping yourself. Mm-hmm. Tyler, tell me about your week, bud. Ryan, for this week's Depression Index, my theme for session 99 is to take it slow. We speed through the day so often and we just got to get to the next thing and we got to get everything done. Remember to just stop and just take a breath every once in a while. Oh. And you know what? Take a breath. <sighs> Lenny, take a motherfucking breath. Wow, this is like being in with Elon Musk on uh, Joe Rogan. (laughs) (laughs) I love it. You take that breath and pass it over here. So, Ryan, this week I am at a six, Ryan. Oh, wow. All right, Tyler, spin that wheel, buddy. One, two, three, four, six. You lost your ring. Six. Your Nuva ring. All right, let's gay it up, Tyler. Let's gay it up. I just have kind of an idea that I want to discuss. I don't have anything really written out here. There is somebody at my job, and this is something that I run into very infrequently. When you're working in the bar business, when you're working in the restaurant business, it is a time of very high stress. All jobs have stress, but these are compact into such small spaces that it could be over an hour, over two hours, and you really get to, sometimes you get, you know, people bare their teeth. Mm -hmm. Does that make sense what I'm saying? Oh, sure. So with all that being said, in the middle of this ruckus, I have a guy that I work with who, in my mind, tried me, okay? Like, he's just frustrated, and he's like, whatever, and I screwed something up, which happens, you know what I mean? And he he bit at me in actually a very minor way, but it got under my skin. Mm-hmm. I'm not used to people talking to me like that. My ego doesn't like it. How do you, how do you Street Producer Lenny, how do you handle something like I, that? I want to know what he said. Uh, it actually was really benign, and I will tell you that I've actually heard him say it since in more of a kidding mode to somebody else. And it kind of made me feel stupid. Like, wow, you took that really seriously for no reason. I was going to say, did you put your own perspective on it? Well, don't we all put yeah, our own sure. perspective on everything? Yeah. So when we're in the middle of everything and I did screw something up, but I have a huge workload there. They, they load me up because they know I can handle it. That sounded weird. But he said. But accurate. To me, wow, feels like I'm working by myself and just out in front of everybody or whatever. And I immediately said, hey, you know what? I think that's, I really appreciate that. That's super helpful. I appreciate you being such a good leader. <laughs> so you handled it. I handled it as an Yeah, that's right. You fucking poo-poo head. How about that? Um, and with that being said, I have not, subconsciously, I have not dropped it. Mm. It is something I have held onto. I see him a week later and it is still playing through my head. Hey, what's up, man? You fucking piece You of fucking shit. dick. <laughs> uh, but, but the idea is... Well, that's good awareness to have. I've decided that I've forgiven him, mm. but I've realized that I truly didn't. I've said the words that I've forgiven him, but I never actually did it. How do you forgive someone? You just have to say the words. And even if you re- realize that you don't actually feel that way, it's just... 
uh, do it until you do, so to speak. Fake it till you make it? Fake it till you make it. Act in a way that you would if you had forgiven them, almost. It's a conscious decision of logic and reason. It's just those pesky emotions usually get in the and way. And they'll catch up, I yeah. think. Yeah. What were you saying, Larry? I was gonna say, did you have a conversation with them about this? I did not, and here is the reason that I'm bringing this all up. I think, and I sermonize on the show all the time about it, it is our willingness to be offended. Is it everybody's responsibility to cater to us, or are we gonna decide, hey, you know what? That's just a moment in time, and I'm not gonna carry that around with me. And I have since gone through the catalog and I believe that I've really forgiven him. And it was much harder than I actually had thought that it was. Mm-hmm. And, and it's all based on my ego and it's me just being a bitch. You know well, what I mean? That's, well, that's one way of putting it. <laughs> but I would also say that it's also really important to forgive yourself because it's so easy to get upset with ourselves for even feeling that yep. way. Because we can judge ourselves for like, oh my God, how stupid of yep. me to feel that way. No, man, it's okay. And you get stuck in that cycle. But so, you, man, were you stupid for feeling that way? This motherfucker. He's <laughs> not working by himself. I'm working very hard. I'm standing right here. Jeez. <laughs> Could you at least write it on a note and hand it to me? So uh, honestly, let's all catalog who are we mad at? I think that we have a lot of these things tucked into the fiber of who we are and we're mad at people. And the fact of the matter is, when you're mad at somebody and you're holding onto a grudge, you're not doing any damage to them at all. You're only doing damage to yourself. So with that being said, I'm proud of my progress and I am at a four, baby. I did. You it was slowed like, down. The price is right, and I didn't spin it hard enough, and I'm now just stuck on that stupid nickel. Well, it's like running. You don't <sighs> stop, or else it's impossible to start back up again. No, I think you're thinking of cartoons. Like, if you go off a cliff, if you just keep running, you'll be fine. It's when you stop and you open up the umbrella, you're fucked, dog. Physics uh, called. They said that checks out. <laughs> now, I took some time to take away from someone on my depression index. It is now time to hold somebody up. It is now time to champion somebody. Let's do a big old... Wow, congratulations! Let's do a big old congratulations to you, Tyler Menendez. Congratulations to you because Tyler, this week, bought silverware, Lenny. He bought silverware. What? This This whole year that we have been in this house, we have had two plates and one fork, okay? Now, we still only have two plates which is very sad, and it's like if you gave a toddler his own apartment. But we now have many forks, we have many spoons. Lots of forks. They all kind of look like Slender Man. Mm -hmm. Why'd you choose those forks? They were the cheapest. Okay, (laughs) wish I hadn't asked, Tyler. But with that being said, I'm gonna give you another. Wow, congratulations. You did God's work, Tyler. Thank you, I did it. It it was honestly, do you want to thank anybody? Uh, well, well, first, I'd like to thank Amazon for providing an easy route to getting you just off my back. Finally, uh, somebody mentions Jeff Bezos and his success. <laughs> Why is nobody talking about him? So, so does Ryan just passive aggressively ride you until you do something? Yeah. The, nice. yeah. What is passive aggressive about that? Yeah. I, yeah. I could have bought uh, silverware many eons ago. So why didn't you? I honestly wanted to buy silverware and plates and wrap them up and bring them to you on the show. <laughs> and uh, I just, I'm lazy and I just don't do things that I want to get done. Yeah. You know I mean? Well, plus it's the fact that you would lose your ability to complain about said thing. Yeah. If you solve the problem, there's no more problem to complain about. Luckily, we still only have two plates. Wow, 
congratulations. That was an unwarranted congratulations. Fix that, you idiot. Uh, and that's the whole thing. Uh, it's so shocking to me and always will be when you ever see in a movie or on a show or anything whatsoever, somebody having an epiphany. They always show it as like this like light raining down on you and and it's this big grand moment. But really, in a lot of ways, epiphanies can be these things that we've heard a thousand times before or thought of a thousand times before. And then it just clicks one day. That's what happened with this. It just clicked on me. Holy shit. I could spend twenty dollars and never have to hear about this again. I may bury some of those spoons in the yard. <laughs> Because I got I, I really enjoyed the silverware thing. The, fi- the final, the straw that broke the camel's bag was, Tyler, do you have any spoons up there in your room? Because listen, I No think, pressure, but we're running out of spoons. I know that it's you, Tyler. <laughs> I know that it's you. And uh, we're, we're getting lost in the weeds here, but we went from 30 spoons. All we have is spoons. We can't give up the spoons. You're taking the one thing away that I have. I have one constant in my life, Tyler. Finally, somebody will spoon me. All right, I digress. We're also very short on Tupperware, so keep an eye on that too, Ah, That's true. Um, Let's do another old-timey headline, and then let's take a break. You guys ready? Please. Man wants victory, but instead got the sweet smell of defeat. Man wants victory, but instead got the sweet smell of defeat. Well, that sounds like a classic story sure. throughout time. Sure, sure. That could, I mean, that could be, that could apply to people. That could apply to anyone. That could apply to anybody, mm-hmm. Tyler. That's exactly right. Lenny, are you in on this? I think I figured it out again. Whoa. I'll punch you in the face. <laughs> I, I, honestly, well, you got to let him try. I, you know what? Forgiveness is overrated. <laughs> Go ahead. Let's hear what you got. Something about smelling feet? No, it's not defeat. Uh, I know. Uh, you know, uh, when I was growing up, there was a athlete's foot commercial, and it was victory over defeat. <laughs> and I remember as a child being like, "I love wordplay. <laughs> That's pretty good." Is is athlete's foot still a thing? I don't, oh yeah, sure. I don't feel like I ever hear people talking about athlete's foot anymore. Have we cured it? Well, I think once they made that commercial of the little bug lifting the nail straight up, oh. Tyler, I know <laughs> exactly. What you're talking about? I think I think they shocked everybody into just it just it's taboo. Nobody talks about it anymore. It's nope. like those Mucinex commercials with the big giant chunks of phlegm talking to me in a, <laughs> a New Yorker accent. Hey, so I go into this lady the other day. I'm like, I need to talk to your marketing department. Oh, we're gonna do some sort of a firing squad. And is this how you think of New Yorkers? <laughs> All of them. So man wants victory, but instead got the sweet smell of defeat again. A very boring subject, but I'm hoping for people to fill in the cracks of my lie. Wait, should I? Should You're I re- just always asking people to fill in the cracks. Should I rephrase that? Go on. I talked about not being able to see colors in my mind on this show, and a listener hipped me to the game of Aphantasia. Mm-hmm. Change the way that I look at my life. I want to see if I can recreate some of that magic here. Okay. I had this experience about two weeks ago that had never happened to me before. We talk all the time about pheromones. Do you you know what pheromones actually are, which it is the chemicals that your body gives off that you smell that determine whether or not you're sexually attracted to someone? It's it's a lot of the neurotransmitters that bring people together. Mm -hmm. Did I explain that properly? Sure. For the first time ever that I can recall... I smelled someone, and it wasn't body odor. It wasn't that they just hadn't bathed or weren't hygienic. It was their natural musk. It was their natural smell, Mm. and it was sickeningly sweet. Ah, yes. And I mean, like, 
the way you would assume antifreeze tastes. I mean, I smelled them and it was so so delicious, pungent mm. that it it. And I hate to, you know, it, it wasn't anything against the person. It just really, it shocked me. Yeah. I had never smelled that in my life. Have you ever experienced that? Oh, yeah. I have been in situations where I have gotten into it, uh, gotten into it. Yeah. Where Look I have, at this guy. Or, or, or I have gotten heated with a person and uh, we start to get into it. When and you say heated with a person, you guys went to the beach or uh, what are Sexually, right. Oh. We were getting, our genitals were getting heated. Oh, you put the hee-haw in the ding-dings? <laughs> yeah, well, we were going to. Okay. And then- just as you said, it wasn't bo. It wasn't. It, it wasn't that kind of smell. It was the natural chemicals yeah. coming off of her. Not only turned me off, but made me like viscerally angry in okay. a way. It okay. was. I had to like shut it down, and I had to like make up an excuse why I had to get out of there. There's nothing serial killer about that. But it was. It was a terrible, terrible uh, uh, feeling experience. Yeah, I, I yeah. think it made every- me feel bad. Everybody has experienced a little bit of what you're talking about. Do you, do you, have you ever experienced something along those lines? I don't think so, no. Well, it's the, I think one of the real reasons why online dating doesn't work. Now, every now and then, you're going to get lucky. Well, but I was going to say, you strike it lucky every once in a while. You could see somebody really beautiful on there, and the moment that you walk up, you're like, this just isn't going to work out. Mm. This just isn't going to work out. So I digress. That will never happen to me, Ryan, because they... Never call me back. Oh, you <laughs> lucky right. dog. You, this guy's got it all figured out. Uh, so basically, and, and here's the last point in it. Since that has happened, I've had it happen like three other times in the last two weeks. It had never happened to me before. I've had it happen a couple times since. And I'm wondering if my body is just changing. You know how they say like your palate changes every seven years? What you think is delicious? I'll, I'll try an olive once a year just to see if I like it. <laughs> Spoiler alert, I do not. No. I do no. not. It tastes like, uh, what do you keep things into? What's that fluid that you put things into? Brine? Nah, but oh, uh, um, it, it tastes like little formaldehyde balls, and, and it just disgusts me. <laughs> it tastes like a lab experiment. Ew. So nonetheless, is that just my body changing? What do you think that is? Sure. I, I think um, our attractions change over time. As you said, our palate changes. Our tastes for things change. Sure. So, yeah, I think it's just your body. Uh, look at you going through puberty. Oh, you're adorable. Doctor said it would happen sooner or later. Oh, finally. I can't wait to hit that growth spurt, man, because <laughs> I, am, I am being teased relentlessly on the playground. And pheromones, if I have this right, you may know better than I, it's your body's immune system being attracted to somebody with the opposite. So if you were to have bebis, they would have a full immune system. Is that? I feel like I just took the I just took the show into a ditch. Well, I? it's well, really, it's we all saw it together. You trying to recover the segment by saying bebis like that, and then it, when it didn't right. work, You're you right. crumpled into a ball. I, I can fix it here. Okay, we're going to go ahead and take a break. The three of us are going to smell each other's armpits so and far, see so if good. we're sexually compatible. Nailed it. Maybe. What's going on, everybody? Ryan Menendez here. Now, I know that you're such a fan of this podcast, you already know it, but part of this advertising is me explaining shit to you that you already know. Buckle up! So much of this podcast is based on me being a total kook. Now, a bunch of people have reached out to me, and they have let me know that they want to be a kook, too. Now, this isn't something that you just stumble on. It doesn't happen by accident. you got to put in practice. 10,000 hours, am I right? 
So what you need to do is read the books that I read. Now, what we've done is we have signed up to work with Audible so you can read the books to become a kook like me. Thoseguysyouhate.com. Now, here's what Audible wants. They want for you to go over there and get a free book that I'm offering you so you can read, you can get on board, you could sink below the waters and end up in the same place that I am. And what they're hoping is, is that you'll get that free book, you'll sign up, and then you'll forget to unsign up, and then they can charge you at least once, okay? You know it, I know it, we all know it. Beat the system by breaking that contract before that happens, or stay with them and continue to learn and grow and flourish like a big boy. So if you go to thoseguysyouhate.com right now, all of my reading recommendations are there. You can sign up and get the book for free, and then you have 30 days to cancel your membership, and you don't get beat on the deal you know you won't because you're lazy that's why you haven't moved out of your parents house we love you thank you for supporting those guys you hate and let's get back to the show those guys so you called kim jong-il your boy so nobody's allowed to be <laughs> friends with kim il jong or whatever his name is it's kim jong-il yeah, like, I, like, i've heard it both ways now i'm confusing myself yeah. but you called him my boy what the hell is well, you know what? I have a soft spot in my heart. Now, I, do I agree with everything that every one of my friends, what they do? Of course not. You hate. I'm rooting for you. Vroom! Kim Bill Jong. No, not, Don't say that! No, not what he's doing! He's doing all the bad things! I, I'm rooting for him to pull out of this tailspin. I'm hoping that he can learn from his mistakes. Is that so wrong? Now, now do I condone his behavior? Weird Absolutely to, not! Weird place to place your flag. Those guys you hate. About us hitting the level that I think we're going to hit one day and somebody going back into the archives and pulling up some of the crazy racist For shit sure. that Tyler's always saying. It's ridiculous. What are you talking about? I love hey, old people. Red, red circle, by the way. There was some off the wall shit in session zero. Sure. <laughs> God. There may have been. And we'll edit this, but Ryan, we have one bumper of Ryan's uh, saying, uh, <laughs> that's in the that's in the annals of the show's history. I think I was taken out of context there. <laughs> I think one time we said, "Welcome to the show." That's whatever the right way to say. Is. Yeah, we did, and that, but that one made it to Instagram. <laughs> that one, that one, we didn't hide away. Well, that's unfortunate, Tyler. <laughs> that one's on Instagram. That's unfortunate. We're gonna have to go back and black out some of our yeah. history, Tyler. Racist. We're gonna have to take down some of these statues that we put up here in the house. Just put a disclaimer up, you know. Oh, times were different when this was recorded. <laughs> it was two months, months ago. <laughs> what the hell are you talking about? All right, uh, you know we like to look back on things that we've done wrong in the past. On a segment called "We Can Review." <laughs> Tyler, last week we mentioned the original vibrator. Mm. Did I blow off the assignment? No. I've actually heard about this in the past. Uh, a man named Joseph Mortimer Granville. We're not making enough Mortimers anymore. No. Patented an electromechanical vibrator in the early, you want to guess? Street producer Lenny, you want to guess the early first vibrator? First time somebody chipped a tooth. Man, I don't even know. Tyler? 1700s? What is it? 1700s? Uh, uh, see, I was going to go early 1800s. 1880s. Wow. Oh! 1880s. Oh, and oh. I saw a picture of this thing. Not unlike, you know these things that are very popular right now, the muscle guns where people, yes. passive-aggressive Anthony yeah. has like four of them for some reason. <laughs> is that true? Yeah. He's, uh, a, he's a weirdo. Uh, I think he's yeah, doing some, some dark things with those. He's a weirdo. Yeah. 
Did this thing start off brown? It looks a lot like those. It, it looks a lot like those new machines. So he invented it to relieve muscle aches. And doctors soon realized it might be used on other parts of the body. Yeah. Almost how like Viagra was invented. Yeah. Or ecstasy or, or any of these things. They were used for other purposes and they realized, oh, if I take this pill, I get a boner for it, eight hours. It, I think ecstasy does the opposite, Tyler. <laughs> I meant the Viagra part. Now, what also, and maybe you've heard something about this, the innovation shortened treatment time for hysteria. Do you remember yeah, how when women uh-huh. were hysterical, which is just code word for being a bitch, mm. <laughs> they would just give them a nice little orgasm and everybody would go on yeah. about their way. Why are we still doing that? I would be down at the docks being a bitch to everyone <laughs> from behind. I need my treatment. Ryan. Papa needs his medicine. For my one and only week in review, we wondered last week what the differences were between a Jamaican beef patty mm. and empanadas. Did I find out? Oh, yeah. Much like the difference between anxiety and excitement, there is no real difference. Okay. It's not different in the dough because when I think of a Jamaican beef patty, Street Producer Lenny, you love a Jamaican beef patty? I love a Jamaican beef patty. With a little hot sauce? Oh, yeah. Do you remember the Jamaican beef patty from school? Yeah. That's- oh. Oh, here we go. Yeah. And in turn, oh! <laughs> oh, I'm suffering from hysteria. <laughs> and <I'm- laughs> Somebody get me my muscle relaxer. <laughs> Uh, yeah. Bringing a guy in a stovepipe hat. I think it has to do with yeah. I mean, the ingredients that you use, you can you can make it. You can do dessert empanadas. You could do d- dinner uh, Jamaican beef patties. But but in essence, they're the exact same thing. Well, I, when I think of a Jamaican beef patty, I think of the yellow shell, like a yellow cover. <laughs> that's because that's what they fed us in elementary school. Were they not supposed to be yellow? <laughs> I don't know, but it looked weird. <laughs> and it was kind of green in the corner. You guys know what I'm talking about. No, but I think of the yellow <laughs> shell, and then with an empanada, it's more of a a pastry. Is that, I, I feel like you didn't do enough research here, Tyler. I so think then you, you just, do it. You phoned it in, <laughs> You Tyler. do it. All right, Tyler, so I- Unless I deem it otherwise. Yeah, we're going to have to really put some work in on that to make it funny. Tyler, I looked up, did J-Lo start butts? Okay. <laughs> and? Oh, yeah. She did. Yeah. Uh, J-Lo invented butts, Tyler. You just went out of your way to look at a bunch of J-Lo butt photos. You know, I, I... He's nervous. You know what? I did actually look at some J-Lo butt pictures having nothing to do with this. Yeah. And I don't know that she did invent the craze of big butts because we've talked about, when I was growing up, cleavage. Uh, as scientists call it, the tittyage was the big thing. Now... It is the rump, Tyler. It is the hiney. Yeah, uh, boobs have been relegated to back of the bus now in terms of sexuality. That's now exactly it's right. All about the badunkadunks. Can't Ryan. sit here <laughs> with your milky white nipples. Um, <laughs> they I, call those ghost nipples. I, do you like that? Love it. Really? Love it. Pale skin, ghost nipples. Oh my god. But I, I'm dead. I am dead. Do they serious. actually call it? Ghost nipples? Well, that's what they are called on the internet. I don't know what the actual term is. We can review. <laughs> I've never once heard of this. Do you, know, heard of that? Do you know what we're talking about? No, not at all. What? It's like a nipple that is exactly the same color as the boob. Am mm-hmm. I right about yeah, that? Yeah, yeah. So it's like the same color sure. as the skin. And they're called ghost nipples. That's what that's what the internet calls it. <laughs> can we change it to Barbie tits? <laughs> we're getting hurtful. Because <laughs> I got a, a bit. Kendall dick. Um, so I don't know that she was the... the I feel like she was kind of the turning point and i didn't put a lot of time into it so that's what we're left with well i would imagine it's very much like yahoo at the beginning of the tech boom they weren't responsible for the tech boom but they were one of the forefathers of it and they also had that badass song that went yahoo 
You notice how he always replies with anything that he wants to say. It's not it's not a reply to what I'm saying. I'm no. not a good um, counterpart to do a show with. He's I doing think. his own show. Yeah, oh, that's exactly always, right. Always. And it's the one that everybody wants to hear. And that is not my shameful admission. But I do have a shameful admission. Street producer Lenny, you got a shameful admission? I sure do. You told me one in secret that I want to blab on. But <laughs> <laughs> let's go ahead and let's get into, I think, uh, self-explanatory shameful admissions. Gets better with every time. That's a workout banger right there. Tyler. Yeah. yeah. All right, Tyler, you want to uh, you want to go ahead and, and and crack the seal? You want me to go first? Let's hear it, baby. Should I go first? Let's I'm, go. I'm the only one? Okay. Who, me? Me? Session 99, Ryan. As you know, strip producer Lenny, as you know, I am a fast food connoisseur. I love me some fast food from McDonald's to Burger King to... Wendy, that slutty little redhead. Me too, buddy. Leave her alone. I will eat any of them. But aren't connoisseurs like usually people who like to take their time and like <laughs> sniff the cork? And I'm not, the, I don't think I'm talking connoisseur. about the connoisseur who's the alcoholic who just drinks all the time. That's just called a wino, Tyler. It connoisseur, wino, same thing. <laughs> anyway, I am a connoisseur slash wino of fast food, Lenny. And so amongst my many, many travels to these destinations, I will sometimes, and I've complained about this in the past, where you ask for ketchup and they give you two measly fucking packets. Yeah. Two packets? Yeah. I'm at least a five packet man. Yeah, but you know what? I don't think that they know what kind of ketchup indulgences everybody is going to proceed with. So they give you two and see if you ask for some more. But don't put me in that position. I'm an uncomfortable person. I don't even want to be talking to Boy, you. These millennials. And now I, you're a millennial and now I got to go and ask for more ketchup. And they always give you attitude when you do. They make you feel bad. I will tell you, I ate in a McDonald's very recently. I asked for two sweet and sour packets and for a wing sauce packet for the person I was with. Too embarrassed to go back for ketchup. Ate ketchupless. Ah, yeah, yes. I, didn't, I didn't want to bother him again. That's what I'm talking yeah, about. Yeah, you're right. Especially when you show your hand on that first go through. Mm -hmm. Car ketchup, Ryan. My shameful admission is that I employ car ketchup. <laughs> I have packets in my car sometimes, and they don't give me enough ketchup. Hey, look at that. Here's some from yesterday. Car ketchup is the most dangerous of games. Mm -hmm. I definitely thought you were going to say you were taking a bottle with you. <laughs> <laughs> I was so excited for that. that. I think we need to step up your game. I, what is this show other than a brainstorming session? Like the Rolls Royce that has the, the, the liquor compartment. I just have a mini fridge with all my condiments. No, see, I'm thinking of, you know, the ketchup dispensers at a stadium with the big pump on taps? Hey, can I get in your backseat? Sorry, man. Yeah, no, those are reserved. I got ketchup and mayo. And I relish my decision. Street producer Lenny. So Tyler has car ketchup. I give you one of these. Street producer Lenny, th and thank you for bearing your soul to us, Tyler. You are on your way to recover. Yeah, absolutely, thank you. I'd say in months from now, you won't use ketchup at all. It'll be car mustard, and oh. then, it, you know, where to go from there? I don't like that. <laughs> Street producer Lenny, let's go ahead. Crack that seal again. So I don't know if I can compete with Tyler, but the biggest thing that I can think of at this moment would be uh, my wife, Grace, buys all of my clothing. Everything. Ah, now, All of it. Now, let me do some follow-ups here. And not, not because she wants to, because I want her to. Because you don't mm. want to go to the store, or you just don't like buying clothes? I don't want any part of any of that. <laughs> do you not care I, I'm what terrible. you're wearing? I, no, I really don't, okay. honestly. That's interesting. That's why I love him. I, that's, <laughs> that's why I love him. Would you do that? 
Would you let somebody pick out clothes for you? If if I knew that they if that they knew my style to some degree, absolutely. Okay, let me ask this have, question. Have you seen the way that I dress 90% of the time? <laughs> Unfortunately, I have, Tyler. <laughs> let me ask you this. Does she ever buy you something that you kind of don't like? And Let me stop there. Does she ever buy you something that you're like, I don't really like that? Um, it has happened before, sure, yeah. Now, she, what do you do? Do you just wear it, or do you say, I don't really like that? Um... No, usually it gets returned. Yeah. Okay. So, oh, okay. well, then you got it. That's your, but it's it's rare that that happens. You've just got a good system. Man. Yeah. I like I said, I'm not I'm not hugely picky about what I wear. So okay. I, I mean, mostly everything that she would get for me, I, I don't care. I dig it. I uh, as shameful admission, you don't buy clothes for yourself. Not unlike a giant toddler. Exactly. I love it. Congratulations. Congratulations. And thank you for for having the courage to speak. Sure. And, now, and congratulations on you being the very first guest shameful admission on this show yeah that's exactly right that's exactly right mm -hmm. now for my shameful admissions this is something that worked out totally organically mm -hmm. and you guys will all know this as has been chronicled on this very show i am one of those people and i feel comfortable saying this because i know you maybe not to the fullest extent are one of these people as well okay i can go for hours snoozing an alarm I can just let a snooze go off over and over. And it annoys me, but not the way that I think it would annoy the people around me. Do you, either of you guys ever do that? Oh, get annoyed by your snooze alarm all, all the time. time. Tyler, stop, all the time. Tyler, stop grabbing the steering wheel of the show. <laughs> Stick to what I'm asking you, okay? Just the facts, ma'am. I, I, um, you know, for me, I don't even do snooze. I just, I just hit end, and it's a dangerous game to play where you just hit end on the alarm. Yeah, yeah. I'll, I'll remember. Hope, hope. I mean, thankfully, because of COVID and because of just my general lack of irresponsibility, or my general, I was gonna say, your, irresponsibility. <laughs> irresponsibility is not lacking. Uh, um, there are not very many things that I need to wake up on time. For for sure. anymore but yeah yeah i just hit stop and cross my fingers and let the universe take over leonardo no i'm definitely a snoozer but on my not, newest... not to wake up i mean to get things done <laughs> i don't set alarms for myself to get things done what do you do i mean how, I just, how else could you possibly live i just remember <laughs> to get things done what what <laughs> we gotta get this guy on some recreational <laughs> drugs because you're just not living right, dude. I mean, jeez. Like, that I, remember I, I, I genuinely thought we were talking about waking up in the no, morning. No, no, I'm talking about I set alarms for almost everything because I procrastinate everything. Well, you know what? I thought that we were talking about waking up in the morning as well. Oh, no, I just set alarms. Much like my alarm just went off right now, yeah. I set alarms to do things that I don't want to do right now as if I'm going to want to do them in two hours. My my mistake, I misunderstood. Then, yes, Ryan, I'm back on board with what you said. I am the same way. I write a task down in my alarm, and uh, and when it pops up, either snooze or end it, and just, yeah. again, hope it, I hope I do it. And that is, my shameful admission is not that I'm annoying everyone, because I don't give a shit. No, you my, actually love that. My shameful admission is, of all the alarms that I set, and I'm just guessing here, I maybe blow off 70% of them. <laughs> I, I, I annoy people for hours, and then I'm like, ah, you know what? I don't even care anymore. Pointless alarm. I don't even care. I think I'm missing out on some real anxiety in my life. I'm going to start making alarms for myself. I am telling you. <laughs> Look at this guy not dealing with anxiety like a normal person. <laughs> but he wants to run before he can crawl. you oh. got to get the recreational drugs involved, dude. Right. You can't just jump off a cliff and you hope to me fly. Up? We'll talk after this. Yeah, time. I mean, come hey, on. <laughs> Ryan Menendez can't, but other Ryan maybe. And oh god, I hate that guy. <laughs> wait, wait. And and on top of it, that's the most fun part. You're you're building up to the most enjoyable yeah, part of anxiety exactly right. is doing the things that will down the road give you anxiety. But in the beginning, 
Holy shit, is it fun? So all those people who are annoyed by my alarms just take some solace in knowing that I'm not going to complete that task. Mm. And that is Shameful Admissions, the first menage a trois. That is the equivalent of the person, uh, but more annoying, it's a step up above the person who will not answer their phone because this is the good part of the song. Like, fuck you person who has heard that ringer a thousand times, but wants to get to the chorus because it's the good part. Hold up, hold up, hold up. Beat's about to drop. <laughs> All right, Tyler, are you ready to do your segment? I am. It's that was a, quite, quite the buildup. It's called a dramatic pause, Tyler. <laughs> Google it. Watch, watch uh, All My Children. That's how you do it. Gotcha. Ryan! I, I'm kind of happy that Lenny can't hear this beautiful music. I don't know why. <laughs> You've really turned on him over the course of this show. Uh, well, You've really turned on him. I'm just losing the ability to hide it. That's all <laughs> I'm it taking is. too much attention from I, him. I, shut That's up! What it is. You shut up! <laughs> I was the one complaining about it. Shut up! Shut up! <laughs> So Tyler, do your segment without talking. <laughs> so Ryan, how you been? Well, guys, I'm sure that you've noticed the world is full of problems. Sure. Everywhere you look, problems, problems, problems. Yep. But a bitch ain't one. Yeah, technically that's true. <laughs> You're absolutely right. Shit. Yeah. Thank you. He gay, y'all. And lonely. Uh, <laughs> I love this show. I just uplifting. So. We're here to solve a lot of those problems. We're not gonna do world hunger. We're not gonna do the depression epidemic that we are feeling and, and seeing right now, but we're just gonna take questions from our audience and we're gonna solve those problems for them. Are you, Lenny, you're the first uh, guest to sit in on this. Are you ready to be a part of this problem solving industry? I was born ready. Oh, he, he, oh. He's a can-do man. He, can, he really is. Yeah, and it I really know. annoys me. It, it, I hate it. It's a constant reminder of all the things that I don't know how to do, you <laughs> bastard. If he wasn't my handyman, I'd throw his ass out of here. <laughs> all right. Lenny, since you're the guest, you are going first, okay? Our first question comes in from Tess Tickles, okay? Lenny, it's my best friend's birthday next week. Should I go with cupcakes or cake? And what kind? I would say red velvet cupcakes. Ooh, oh. oh. Now, now let me ask Ms. you. Miss Tickles, you are welcome. Wait, what is her name? Tess. Right. Tickles, Miss Tickles. I feel like I know this person. Yeah, so yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, it's a common name. Now, do you prefer cake or cupcakes? I, I got to know. I, I would say cupcakes on a, in a party atmosphere. Like it's just that. easier. It's easier. Exactly. I love a cupcake, man. I have love ever, a cupcake. It's the sandwich of cakes. Cut it in half. Back together Listen, the, the internet doesn't tell me how to eat my food, okay? It's the most efficient way to do it. I peel a banana how I always peeled a banana. Go bleep yourself, you two. Yeah, but look at the way monkeys do it. They, they figure stuff out. <laughs> Bird brain. <laughs> All right, so I'm going to go next, okay? This is a question from Ben Jackanoff, okay? Tyler, what foods can I feed to my vegan cat? Now, that is a great question, okay? Wait a minute, wait a minute. Can, can cats survive a la no meat? That is an excellent question as well, Ryan, because that is the point that I'm going to get to. To all the people out there, feeding your pets or treating your pets as vegan, you are fucking stupid. My poodle needs a soy latte yeah. stat. <laughs> Animals are carnivores or omnivores, just like us sure. humans, and need meat to survive. So, Ben... Mr. Jackanoff. Wait, wait. Is he Polish? What You're is an idiot. <laughs> Feed your animal meat. But wait a minute. You say that 
Cats are omnivores, are they? Do cats eat vegetables? Oh, I don't know. I don't I, I, I believe we can, we can reveal. I believe all animals. I don't think animal animals can survive just off of one type of food. We can reveal. I, I think of I think of cats as being carnivores. Well, I was thinking of like lions and large cats. I don't think they eat. They just eat steak, right? Yeah. If I'm not mistaken, <laughs> they get their nutrition from eating oh. those animals after they've ingested the. That's a good now that is interesting. We can reveal. And our cat from our childhood, Ashes famously loved lettuce whenever we famously would, whenever we would come home from the grocery store my mom would put the outer piece of lettuce which everybody's touched and nobody wants to eat that and see if it would kill the cat all right tyler and she always vomited after eating that lettuce oh, every God. time i love that sound that was my favorite i part. love that sound. is there any way we could find the sound of a cat vomiting and just put it in here in post you mean like right here god that's gonna be disgusting mm. All right, Ryan, this one's up to you, okay? This one comes straight it's in. It's about time, Tyler. This one comes in from Anna Borshin, okay? Now, Anna writes in, she says, my boyfriend gets upset that sometimes my vagina is looser than other times. He thinks I'm cheating, but I'm not. What's going on? Here's what you gotta do. And I, I've been waiting my whole life for this question. Thank you, Miss okay. Borshin. Yes, what is her name? Anna. Right. Last name Borshin, Miss Borshin. Is that is she from the Soviet Union? She didn't. She didn't write in. Yeah. Soviet huh. Union. She's yeah. writing it from the past, huh? Yeah, no. <laughs> get in touch with us because I have some follow-up questions. But here's my advice to you, okay? Much like a T-shirt, uh, you know, like I have a flannel shirt that I wear all the time. By the end of the usage, before I wash it again, it gets a little looser. It gets a little looser. You throw it in the laundry. You bring it back out. A little bit tighter. Hot showers and abortion. Hot showers. But just if you have one of those detachable heads, just jam it right up in there. And I think, uh, unless I'm mistaken, that it's going to tighten it up a little bit. It's going to tighten it up. And if not, get in touch with us. <laughs> we'll give you some more advice. I can't imagine that that is medically sound. Lenny, what's your take on Why it? Why would you ask me for advice and then not take it? Get, get in the shower right now, anyone who's <laughs> listening to this. Call in to the show right now. All right. I mean... Great, great advice, Ryan. If, if you're going to ask me, I'm going to tell you. Yeah, fair enough. All right, Ryan, uh, uh, Lenny, this is your second question of the day. This comes in from Chuck McCrap. My son <laughs> is 45 years old and in an open relationship. How do I punish him? Now, for those of you who do not know, an open relationship is when you are together with somebody, but then you have the understanding of going and banging other people. Not real. Open relationship, not real. I disagree. Someone's secretly mad, <laughs> and it's me. <laughs> no, Ryan, you're not in an open relationship. You're just being cheated on. I, and I ask you to stop, <laughs> Nicole. She knows I hate it yeah. when she does this. Stop making me hold your purse. But so this let's, is Chuck? Let's, uh, this is Chuck. This is Mr. McCrap. And my son, <laughs> my, my son is, is 45 years old and is in an open relationship. How do I punish him? Now, this person is obviously not a fan. I was just about to say of their yeah. son being in an open relationship. I mean, I guess just uh, bend him over your knee and spank him. No. Sometimes that's what you got to do. Pushing him deeper. Into I was going to say the relationship is going to become more open. And now, <laughs> unzip his mask and see if he's learned his lesson. <laughs> <laughs> uh, so you say bend him over your knee. Corporal yeah. punishment. Yeah, Tyler. corporal punishment. Yeah, yeah. In uh, much like Anna, if you're going to do this, go ahead and videotape it, send it in. We'll make it part of the show. Make it fun. Yeah. <laughs> Bring on his partners. This is really devolving. <laughs> yeah. I don't know if we can use I this. I don't think we've helped anyone. All right, I'm going to go with mine. This is coming in from Seymour Bush. Mr. Bush says, 
I promised my son a PS5 if he got straight A's, and he did. But I don't want to give him a PS5. What should I do? Now that's tough because do I does he not want to give him a PS5 because he's just a bastard yeah. and does and wants to go back on his word? Kind of mean. Or is it the fact that PS5s are impossible to get right now and doesn't want to let his son down? Well, then you shouldn't have uh, made the promise there, pal. Very well said, Ryan. That's what I'm going to go with. If you make a promise, you gotta follow through on it. However, I think you should explain to your son how difficult they are to come by, and uh, you'll get it when it's available. Okay. Yeah, and that's a great advice for when he starts dating. Yeah, yeah, but if he gets that PS5, it's going to be way, way down the line. If you get your hands on a PS5, you never let it go. (laughs) If it tries to leave you, you kill it. That's what love is. is If they loved you, they would never try to leave. And if they do, kill them. Yeah, they're rejecting you. (laughs) All right, finally, this last one of the day. Ryan, this is coming into you. Let's go. This is, she wrote this in. She said, I specifically need Ryan to answer this because... Uh, he's spoken about this on the past. It's a specialty skill. I'm, I'm with it. Now, this comes in from Tara Dickoff. Ms. Dickoff says, what should you do if your teenage boy uses your fleshlight? Uh, how old is this boy? Teenage boy, she doesn't give a specific age, but let's just say 16. Now, and, and this is going to be weird, especially because we're talking about minors. And, and, and I can't help but notice that you guys got uh, cake or cupcakes, <laughs> and I've got cock or or cum cakes. Well, you well you you had yeah, yeah, yeah. You had you had loose vagina and now you have fleshlight. That doesn't seem right. But these were specifically tailored to you. I mean, you okay. do have a teenage boy and you do have a fleshlight. I'm going to need for you not to mention those two things in the same sentence. And we're definitely not talking about my teenage boy. In this hypothetical, I am going to ask what's the name again? Uh Tara Dickoff. Okay, Miss Dickoff. Miss Dickoff, mm-hmm. I am going to say um in this hypothetical I don't even know if I want to make this joke. I'm, gonna, I'm just going to go ahead and I'm going to make it and we'll decide later on whether or not we want to keep Which it. Which means Ryan's gonna, Ryan is going to want to take it out. If I'm questioning it while the show is going on, there's no chance we're using it. Mm. Is this teenager's dick bigger than mine? Because I don't want oh. some, you know, I don't want Lenny wearing my jacket. Yeah. You know what I mean? It's just not going to fit right anymore. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Big guy in a little coat, basically. That's exactly right. That's right. Thank uh, you for saying big guy. That was yeah, a yeah. Good job. Fat guy seemed uh, hurtful. <laughs> Thank you. Uh, Un- yeah. Unnecessary. Yeah, yeah answer, very, very. Sure. It is the line. Sure. <laughs> <laughs> That's awkward. <laughs> So let me get this straight. Tara, Tara, the Tara, Tara, Miss Dickoff. Ms. Ms. Tara herself has a fleshlight. Well, good question. My, good I, question. I thought about that as well, but my assumption is is that she uses it with her husband. With her par- oh, okay. with, with her husband. Would you say you can partners? Flip, you can flip it around. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Um, and I'm sure she uses one end. The husband uses the other. There end. is a male side. Great. Yep. <laughs> Great. Yep. Did you see? Oh, no, it's just didn't quiet. Out. I didn't mean to. I didn't mean to stop the how show. Further, how does that further the conversation? You, you squat over it. I'm like, yeah, I'm not good at this. By the you way, you and I had a flow going, and he just gets it. There is a male side. Here's the deal, okay? Uh, and don't say have a flow going. Christmas is coming up. Uh-huh. I think you just gotta forgive the wording, splurge a little bit, and get him his own fleshlight. You no, know what I mean, but you run into the problem of giving your child a sex toy. That that's, it makes for an awkward Christmas dinner. Be the cool parents. First of all, eat off plates. Don't eat off fleshlights. Be the cool parents, mm. much like those people. Like, hey, I know you're gonna drink. Just come drink here. Like, hey, I know you're going to jerk. Come jerk here. To the parents who do that, you're going to jail. <laughs> and you get to find, well, I mean, send them to their room, I would suggest. I don't think you should make it a family activity. Uh, but I'm going to say, okay. go ahead, 
Find out who their favorite porn star is. Better hope it's not Sasha Gray, because that one doesn't exist. Mm. And get them what they need. You know what I mean? Well said. Lenny, do you have any fo- uh, follow-up uh, no, points? No follow-ups That's for that. it, baby. That's, That's it. it. And That's that, it. ladies and gentlemen, is solving problems. Great job, you, Tyler. You are welcome, ladies and gentlemen, or... I'm sorry, yeah, ladies our, and gentlemen. I'm not sure which one. Our deepest condolences on that. All we have left for you is one more old-timey headlines. Are you ready? Please. Destigmatizing, destigmatizing. Have we gone too far? Destigmatizing, destigmatizing. Like, Tyler, let me ask you, what has been destigmatized recently? I mean, I think- Weed is definitely one of them. Okay. Weed in the 70s and 80s was like hell on earth with the drug crackdown, and now everybody's doing it. Still is. Let's all open our eyes up to the devil's weed. The devil's lettuce. Uh, gay people in sports, gay people in rap. Yes. Destigmatized. Yes. Yeah, well, sports still has some work to do, but rap seems to be blossoming uh, uh, quickly, as a matter of fact. We can all agree that UFC is vaguely gay. Oh, very gay. Yeah, very yeah. gay. I mean, once you have a move called the dick muncher, it's time to just openly acknowledge <laughs> Use some, use some gay boys. Somebody in this room is going to start training MMA, am I right? <laughs> now, there are uh, trans transgender people. There are all sorts of things that are being destigmatized. Yeah. I think it's time that we get in on a little bit of this. I have three things that I think need to be destigmatized, and I'm being dead serious about this. I, I feel like, and if you are being dead serious about this, I have a feeling Ryan is about to be a, a trailbreaker, and he is about to go off the beaten path, and he is about to argue on behalf of things that you and I, Lenny, are not going to want to be associated well, with in any way. I actually think I'm going to be able to talk you guys over to my side. I'm being dead serious, but let's let's not do the buildup. Well, I'm a very agreeable person, so you might be right. No, you're not. Um, <laughs> yes, I am. Let's start here. How about being a mama's boy? I think that we need to destigmatize being a mama's boy because who doesn't love their mommy? Like, I, I, I'm confused by that one. That one has a bit of a gray area simply because when people say mama's boy, I don't picture somebody who loves their mom. I picture somebody who is codependent upon their mother. Okay, but I think uh, anytime that somebody has a relationship with their mom, you can be hit with mama's boy, mama's boy. I think we need to change that. Different verbiage. Instead of mama's boy, what you're talking about is a pre-serial killer. I think, can we all agree with that? Sure, yeah, absolutely, absolutely. Somebody who hasn't developed their autonomy from their mom. Exactly. That, that is a scary uh, situation when you meet somebody who, like, has sex and then immediately has to call their mother afterwards. Are we FaceTime. Am I doing this right? <laughs> I got a lot of sex jokes with people in my family. Let's move on. Like, like always. He doesn't mean on the show. He means forever. I'm a f- <laughs> oh, dude, for some reason, the mouth made it so much worse. Got a pretty mouth, A, a general fucking would have been okay. <laughs> Lenny, what do you think about mama's boys? I mean, I don't think in any loving relationship, a partner should be throwing around a term to hurt the other person. Well, I'm just saying, uh, I don't think your mom should be calling you a mama's boy. I'm talking about other people calling that you that. That is definitely pre-serial killer. <laughs> you are such a fucking mama's boy. Stop calling me. I'm out. How many times do I have to tell you? Lose my number. Okay, what about this one? What about saying fuck you? Now, here's the deal. I use the term fuck you often. Like, yeah, you do. In a flippant way. I don't genuinely mean I hate you. It's just like 
in the moment. And I have had some disagreements with people over it in the past. Mm-hmm. What do you guys, Lenny, what do you think about that? You and I have had this conversation we before. We have had this conversation. In the very beginning of our relationship. Were you against it? I was against yeah. it. And I, and I still am, yeah. yeah. I, I don't think that you should say fuck you to anybody that you... And, and why do you feel that way? As I, opposed to, like, you're a dick. It, it's just such a... I mean, it has a... Oh, man, I don't even know what to say here. <laughs> the connotation of it? Yeah, exactly. Yeah, the connotation of it is is just so negative, I guess. That's where I'm trying to go. Well, uh, uh, trigger warning. It's like calling a woman a cunt. Yeah. We've just decided that that's really bad when it's just a regular... Unless you go to Australia and they use it on every other word, which I'm a little jealous <laughs> I of. I love this cunt <laughs> sandwich. Okay, and Tyler, what's your take on fuck you? Uh, yeah, I'm with Lenny on this one, and I understand how you mean something is it, it does matter, but there are certain words, certain phrases, that when you use them, no matter your tone, no matter your inflection, it's just gonna... Uh, fuck it's, you has such a heaviness to it's it. It's the way that somebody receives it. Kind of like shut up. Very much so. Yeah. Or, or shut like, up for me is worse than fuck you. Both of them are pretty bad. Oh yeah, I would much rather get a fuck you than a shut up. Okay. Yeah. All right. And yeah, finally, because yeah. fuck you is a general thing. Shut up. You're actually ordering Tyler. me to do something. Tyler, shut up. <laughs> fuck you. And finally, I had to do it one time. I, I had to say fuck you. To By someone. all means. Yeah. I don't like it. This is where the origin of all of this came from. Okay. We need to destigmatize being drunk. We need to destigmatize being drunk. And mm. this happened to me this week with someone where I was out oh. with someone who had been drinking. Uh-huh. I've done this to you before. You so- do it to so many people. I'm defensive about it, Tyler. Don't bring it up. <laughs> I don't want to talk about it. No, but the thing is, if you're drinking and then I, okay, you've drank a bottle of wine to your head. And then I say in a totally matter of fact way, blah, 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 because you're drunk. Why is that wrong? I just watched you drink a bottle of wine. Why can't I say you're drunk? Are we all supposed to pretend you're not drunk? I think it is the accusation that goes in it. It's, oh, you're behaving this way because you're drunk. It's an accursatory statement. Why are you bringing up that I'm drunk? I do this to Tyler uh, constantly. I can tell. tell. Constantly. (laughs) You struck a nerve. You struck a nerve. Constantly. No, because if Tyler has some drinks. I'm just learning this about myself. Drunk Tyler is different than sober Tyler. So So is everybody. Exactly. Exactly. Now, so you, why are you calling me out on it? Now, you tell me if I'm wrong. When You're I, wrong. When I've been drinking, I will say I'm drunk right now. Okay. I'm drunk. Our mother, she likes to have a couple glasses of Chardonnay, Tyler. Yeah. In her words, she has never been drunk. Yeah. Well, it's one of those situations where it's like, if you were to ask her, have you ever been drunk? She would say yes. But if you were to somehow go individually sure. down each one, it would be a no each Sure. Time. Yeah. It's like, what about right now? <laughs> Maybe you're drunk. <laughs> I'm going to burn you with a poker. Yeah. Uh, uh, I, I'm just saying, why is being drunk something that we need to be embarrassed of? It is not. It's you're the accursatory nature because the- You keep saying accursatory, and I don't think that's a word. You're, you're thinking of accusatory. Is it? Yes. yes. Oh, okay. Well, you just threw me through a loop, baby. That's <laughs> <laughs> it. Uh, and, and that's, hey, if I'm drunk and you ask me, I will say, like, I'm going to make a different decision right now than I normally would because I'm drunk. But the way, the examples that you're using is I tell people that they're drunk, but when I talk about myself, I'll say that I'm drunk. It's not about you, oh, calling, up, drunk ass. you calling yourself out. It is about the fact that you point out all the time, hey, look how dopey this guy's being because he's drunk. I'm just talking about your decision making. And let's not go ahead and fight on the radio. I'm just talking about people's decision <laughs> making. Uh, uh, people's decision making. Fuck you. Fuck you. Is, uh, shut up. <laughs> Fuck you. You drunk? What are you drunk? 
mama's boy. Uh, and that's it. That is destigmatizing. De- Wait, no. Uh, old timey headline. Yeah, that's it. Is we'll be having a good time, and then Ryan will just throw it in the middle of the conversation. Well, Tyler's drunk. Oh, wow, now I'm not having a good time anymore. Old DAT, drunk ass Tyler. <laughs> Uh, and that is the show. Great job, boys. You, you guys ga- uh, gave me a really uh, nice experience here. This was we, nice. We all did. We having a, a little time. round table, looking around the room. This was fun. And, Thank you and, guys for having me. We love having you, buddy. Very much so. Been- and, and I should give a heads up to the audience that it's not always going to be like this in the sense that, Lenny, you are super easygoing or very low maintenance. You're just, you're very easy to talk to. When we eventually get, you know, passive aggressive Anthony on here, it's going to be a totally different show. And he's, uh, we genuinely believe He's going to be an enemy. Well, not through any effort on his part. No, no, absolutely just, not. Just being himself. Right. I love you, P.A. A. Oh, wow, I don't like that. <laughs> We're going to have to figure something out for that. You, the uh, only word you forgot was his actual name. <laughs> Passive ass, Anthony. So uh, you guys did a really great job. We weren't sure how this was going to go, and I'm sure there are some bumps and bruises in this hour and 15 minutes that we did, but we're trying to bring in some new voices here. We want different thought processes, and uh, you did a great job, Lenny. We yeah, like man. having you here. Thank felt, you very much. Felt natural on my side. Tyler, can you please tell them how to get in touch with us? Go to thoseguysyouhate.com. We have all the buttons, all the... We made it so easy for you guys, and in the bottom right-hand corner of the website is a little microphone icon where you can click it and you can leave us voicemails where you get to say all the really nice and hurtful things in yep. certain cases that you've been wanting to say for quite a while now. Tell us to tell us fuck you, call yeah. us mama's boys. Tell us to shut up. Yeah, well, don't tell me to shut up. I do not like that. <laughs> now, I'm going to ask Tyler what the moral of the story is. Lenny, one's coming to you, so you need to think of I'm what I'm already the, there. Okay. Oh, Tyler, nice. what's the moral of the story, baby? Uh, my moral of the story is, and I this is a constant theme throughout my life. You hear me say it all the time. Patience. We must be patient with ourselves. It's so easy to get frustrated and get so easy to get built up and, and angry with ourselves. And just remember to take a breath and be patient. We're going to mess up, guys. Not, I mess up all the time. Not me. Lenny, what's the moral of the story? My moral of the story is a nice warm shower will tighten that vagina right that's, up. That's exactly <laughs> right. Hey, hey, if you have a jacuzzi, I'm thinking this out. Sit on a jet. Yeah. Sit on a jet. Man. I'm with you. Yeah. See, look, we're, we're I think I think I'm gonna end solving problems because I think we're creating more than we're solving. Dude, we are we are tightening pussies across the country, Tyler. Vaginas. We're tightening vaginas, Ryan. You gotta ask him. What's your moral of the story? No, you got to say my name. Ryan. Yes. What's the moral of the story? Oh, none of your business. Everybody out there has a daughter. Everybody out there has a sister, has a mother. One of these things, everybody is connected to a woman somehow. It's Breast Awareness Month, guys. Look around you. Reach out and touch somebody. So you're telling people to look at their mothers and sisters and aunts' titties? I'm not telling them directly. I'm suggesting it. Ah, I think I'm working out in their head. Breast Awareness Month. Much like a bra, we support you. We are those guys you hate. Be kind or we'll kill you. Red circle. Red motherflipping circle. So here's here's the story that I was telling you. I just came from my son's championship basketball game, and he is now 13, so mm-hmm. there's actual competition. 
It's not like when he was a little kid where they're all just out there running around and they all get trophies. Chasing the ball, yep. yep. Mother Flipper, 22 points. He scored 11 of them. What? Hit the game-winning shot. Dude, I couldn't sit down. It was wow. so... Normally, I'm doing all shtick here where I hate this, I hate that, whatever. It was so exciting. Mm-hmm. I was so friggin' proud of him. When he hit the game-winning shot, I came so close to crying. And the only reason that I didn't is because his mom was there, and I know she would have judged me. So... <laughs> No, I, I'm dead serious. <laughs> no, that's really awesome. A really proud parent. Not not because he won, just he's really invested in it. And he tried really hard, and he and he he hit the game winning shot. It was incredible. It was really exciting. Mm. I, I know there's no fun to be had there with that. It's just a, a fact. Tyler, I've been listening to Dateline. Hooray! Love that more and more every friggin' time, Tyler. Now, do you remember I told you about Josh Mankiewicz? You know, the the reporter from Dateline, old Stanky Mankey. <laughs> sure, yeah. Do you remember Stanky Mankey? It's a vaguely, yeah. Do you still hold on to the idea that he would be upset if he knew that I was calling him Stanky Mankey? Yes. Why? Because that's not a a flattering name in any way, shape, or form. I mean, sometimes people are called their nicknames are like Pork Chop or uh, Tiny. If you're really big, Stanky Mankey. I said we make it a good thing. So is it because that he smells really good? I don't know and that he's... he. Sm- I don't know how he smells. His name is is Mankiewicz. Call him Mankey. Rhymes with Stanky. That's not my <laughs> fault, Tyler. I didn't make that up. So he said on this week's Dateline, if money is the root of all evil, first of all, do you agree with that? That money is the root of all evil? No. Okay. No. Please. Human human greed and want is the root of all evil because we will do things. Uh, to get what it is that we want. Money is just a tool that we use to to get those things. So then where do you think that that comes from? Where do you think that... Uh, because I, I think what you're alluding to is money is an invention by human beings, yeah, right? It's, it's, a, it's not a, a natural tool. resource. It's just like guns. Guns aren't inherently evil. They're just a tool for bad people to do bad things with. Sure, yeah. sure. Okay, I'm with that. So he says, if money is the root of all evil, then what is gold? Um, I, for for whatever reason, that just struck me as an interesting phrase by old Stank Mank. I mean, the the gold standard of evil. I love it. I think that's what Wizard of Oz was about. Mm. Tyler, let me ask you another question on this week's mini session. Is it going to be as jaw dropping as this last question? You stanky just Manky, Tyler. Okay, just checking. Re- just anything to work in a Stanky Manky. Yeah, I think yeah. that I'll be fine. Yeah. Do you remember uh, on last week's or I guess this week's mini sesh where Tyler and I tell a story from our past that is not as structured as our regular show, Mm -hmm. I very briefly spoke to you about how I was doing these meditations. And I was able, yes, it's not true. It doesn't really exist, but I've been practicing it. You've been practicing this thing that doesn't exist. Much like karate, right? (laughs) Nobody ever really kicked somebody's ass with karate. I think we could all agree with that. I don't want to go out on a limb and sit and agree with you on that. Any karate experts come to my house, Tyler will strike you down in the streets. (laughs) So... I told you that I was able to follow along with the mantra throughout the the allotted time, which I thought was a real growing procedure for me. Yes. Wasn't a fluke. I've done it every time since. And here's how that helps. How do you know all those times were flukes? That's a great question, Tyler. (laughs) I I actually don't. I have fluked six days in a row. (laughs) uh, I'll let you know next week how that goes. But here's how that helps. When people think... You holding on to a mantra as you're talking. Is this a turnoff to everybody? Is this something that will just bore? Does anybody b- care about this? The yeah. way that you, the, the moment you say mantra, it's it's over. What do you think, Lenny? 
I definitely think not a good thing. Not a good thing. Okay. Well, if you're going to talk, you got to lean into that. I definitely think not a good thing. I agree with it. Okay. All right. Well Well said. You could go ahead and leave. I don't care about that. (laughs) Yeah. Another white voice on the show. Just what we need. (laughs) You know what we need? Tyler, a white male voice. We need a white <laughs> middle-aged man. I, we're not represented, you know. Straight man. <laughs> uh, you've been held down for too long. We're here to break out the confined middle-aged white man who uh, never gets what he wants. Uh, uh-huh. All right, I'll move on. I'll move on. Please, I'm, with your mantras. I'm just saying, and how does that help you in real life? If you're out in a social situation where your brain is going crazy and telling you why everybody hates you and uh, how you just committed such an... Uh, a horrible error and everybody's judging you, you can hold on to, nobody cares about what I'm saying. I'm going to move on. Tyler, I've received help on my spiritual journey. Oh, this again? From Grand Theft Auto 5. Oh, um, okay. Now I'm slightly back on. Does, does that Killing help hookers? you out at all? What? Killing hookers? It's the only way to get That's to That's what I said last week. I was like, wait, killing hookers is helping you? This is how I can, this is totally true. And I'm feeling very defensive right now. <laughs> I, I feel like my back is up against the wall and I'm fighting off a, a, a gang of street thugs. It quite literally is, and you quite literally are. Right, I'm, I'm going to beat them off for as long as I can. Yeah, you would. So, do you remember the mission where you have to do yoga? You come home and your wife is about to cheat on you with your yoga instructor. With her yoga instructor. And he is this exotic European male with the accent, and he's all shredded. I know. And, and I, I'd bang those pixels is all I'm saying. I am so with you. Mm-hmm. I would put an 18-bit penis in my <laughs> mouth, Tyler. So he says to her, and of course, they're always going for the joke, much like I am. Subtlety who? <laughs> <laughs> the corners cut the inside of my mouth. So he says to her, mm-hmm. Keep your mouth perfectly in line with your anus. Mm-hmm. Now, that's a joke because they wanted to just say the word anus. But in a funny way, anus, Tyler. Mm-hmm. That actually is a great way to picture it by holding your mouth in line with your anus. That, again, I'm losing everybody. I don't, I, I'm just saying, everybody out there right now. Can you get to the point? Engage your anus. Engage your anus right now. As you, Lenny, will you engage your anus as I speak to you? I, I just did. <laughs> oh, now you're engaging my anus. Um, All systems engaged, Captain. All right. Well, I am. The only other thing here that I have to talk about is Florida snow. Anybody realize what Florida snow is? Cocaine. No, that's Miami snow. Oh, that's, oh, a, that's oh. a different thing. Sorry. Down here, when we say we're dreaming of a white Christmas, that's an entirely different situation. Mm-hmm. That's where you don't sleep until New Year's Eve. Uh, Florida snow, there is this weed that grows down here. Maybe you're familiar, street producer Lenny. It's it's white, and it grows in, like, little patches. No, I don't know what you're talking about. I'll show you guys when we leave here. Keep your eye out. It looks like baby breath? Baby's breath? uh, It grows out just in fields. Down down in, like, Pembroke Pines, it is everywhere. Florida snow. That's the time right now? Right now, man. Mm -hmm. It's when it's cool outside is when it it blooms. That that was it. That was the last of pregame, was you just telling us about some flora. I, I thought it was going to be old people. Florida snow? No, no. That's, Whiteheads? That's the blue hairs. Oh, blue yeah, hairs. Yeah, fuck them. Hi. <laughs> Marked. All right. You ready? Intro. <laughs>